You're listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent in Birmingham, Alabama, a church with a heart for the gospel. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, how many of you have read the Lord of the Rings trilogy, or at least seen the movies? Okay, most of you, I hope. So, anyway, but many Christians I know really love those books by Tolkien because they're filled with so many biblical themes, and I certainly love them, and I reread them every few years. Even after all of the readings, I still find myself on the edge of my chair as the epic battle between good and evil unfolds. And even though I know the end of the story, I still find my heart sinking every time evil and darkness overshadow a victory of goodness, every time that it seems all hope is lost. And towards the end of the last book, it seems that, in fact, evil will triumph, ultimately. The great quest to destroy the evil ring of power seems to have failed when Frodo, the little hobbit whose task it was to destroy the ring, is overcome by its seductive power and refuses to destroy it. All hope is gone. But then, hope beyond hope, the fallen creature Gollum appears because earlier Frodo had spared his life out of pity and compassion. And Gollum tears the ring from Frodo's finger and in grasping it falls into the fire of Mount Doom. The ring is destroyed with the evil master who created it. There, at the end of hope, when it seemed that evil had triumphed, goodness won. There was a future and a hope, even when all hope had failed. And that hope, when all hope has failed, is what we also see in this morning's gospel passage. We first meet Jairus, the leader of the local synagogue, seeking Jesus because his daughter is at the point of death. Now, we're not told what her illness was, but we certainly sense the desperation of a father willing to do anything to save his child. His desperation is so great that he is even willing to ignore the growing hostility of the other religious leaders toward Jesus because hope beyond hope, maybe the stories of Jesus' miraculous healings and work are true. Maybe this Jesus really can save his daughter. So hoping beyond hope, 
Jairus pleads for Jesus to come and lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and live. And Jesus agrees to go to her. Hope. Jesus will bring Jairus' daughter back from the brink of death. But just as in the Lord of the Rings, this moment of hope seems suddenly to be swallowed up in chaos. For there is a crush of people in the streets. And then Jesus is delayed by a woman who is also desperate for help. This woman had been hemorrhaging for 12 years. She was not only sick, but the nature of her illness meant that she was considered ritually unclean. And so the religious law forbade her from having contact with other people. So for 12 years, this ill woman had also been an outcast alone and shunned by everyone in her community. Desperate to be well, desperate to be welcomed, she had gone through every last scent seeking cures, hoping each time to be restored to life and health, but each time walking away disappointed, poorer, and lonelier every time the hope failed. Hopeless and alone, she was the walking dead. Then hope beyond hope, she heard tell of Jesus, a man who made the lame walk and the blind see. Maybe, just maybe, he could do something for her. But 12 years of pain, of lonely exile, and fear of being caught breaking the religious law had brought her so low that she didn't even dare to approach Jesus openly to ask for help. So she just tried to make herself small, invisible, and prayed for a tiny, anonymous miracle. And so she pressed into the crowd crawling almost, and then reaching out her hand to touch the hem of his robe. And as her fingers grazed his garment, she was healed of 12 years of sickness immediately. But this miracle was not going to be anonymous or tiny. Jesus knew what had happened And he stopped so that her healing would not just be physical, but spiritual as well. And he stopped and called for whoever it was that had touched him. Seeing all her loss and loneliness, he looks at her as she came forward. And he speaks a word of true healing and love. He names her daughter, welcoming her 
into the household of God as a beloved daughter and restoring her to the life in her community. There, beyond hope, she found Jesus who gave her a future in this life and the next. For the Greek word that is here translated as made you well means both to heal and to save. She was healed in this life and given salvation for the next life in the kingdom of her father, God. But in this moment of light and new life, evil and darkness attacked again. For in this delay of compassion and love, Jairus' daughter died. Hope is gone again. And with the child's death, it seemed that evil has had the final word. But hope beyond hope, there is Jesus. He will not, did not, let death have the final say. And he went into Jairus' house, and beyond all hope and human expectation, Jesus raised Jairus' daughter from the dead. Talitha Kumi, little girl, arise. And she too had a future and a hope in this life and the next. Hope beyond hope. That's why I'm a Christian. That's why I trust Jesus, because I know even that when all hope fails, he is with us. And his final answer to all who will hear it is yes to goodness and life and light. Beyond the despair of living death and even in the seemingly final darkness of physical death, Jesus brings life and gives us a future. And that story of hope beyond hope is also why I love the Lord of the Rings and its reminder that hope when all hope is lost is where we find the courage to go on to the next battle, standing firm for what is good and true, even when we fear that we may fail, even when our hope seems so small. It is the hope that we can have in the midst of all of life's pain and sickness, loss and evil. It is the hope beyond hope that reminds us that this present moment is not all there is, that what God has in plan for us is so good and so eternal that we can hardly imagine it, even if it won't be our reality until Christ comes again and we see him face to face. It is the knowledge that even in the midst of all darkness, despair, and death, God is overthrowing and has already overcome all evil. 
and that a clear, bright dawn of life and goodness has already begun to rise with the sun who has healing in his wings. And we have the pledge of that ultimate victory, the overthrowing of all evil and sin, because Jesus won the victory on the cross and in the resurrection when he broke the gates of hell and destroyed death. In Jesus, we have a future and a hope. So press on. Stretch out your hand to touch the hem of Jesus' robe, even when all hope seems lost. For he is our future, our life, our light beyond all human expectation. And in him, the final answer is not death, but yes, to life and hope. And Sam said, Gandalf, I thought you were dead, but then I thought I was dead myself. Is everything sad going to come untrue? What's happened to the world? A great shadow has departed, said Gandalf. And then he laughed, and the sound was like music or like water in a parched land. Amen. You've been listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent. If you live in Birmingham or find yourself visiting, we hope you'll join us at one of our Sunday services. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org.